Hi everyone! Welcome back to another episode of the Global Markets Huddle and Clive, Raf and Unibankers. Alam nyo ba na today is a very special episode dahil meron tayong bisita. Talaga namang uh, we were wow. able to squeeze in celebrity ito, Clive and Raf. Ready na ba kayo? Ready, ready. Sino ba yan? <laughs> Nakikita natin siya sa TV. Napabasa natin siya sa newspaper and he's all over the place. So thank you very much, Sir June Neri, for uh, taking time out of your busy schedule. At syempre, kumbaga sa akong... Kung sa labas, si ba, Clive and Raph, merong uh, prediction what's gonna happen in the year 2022. Si Sir June Neri will walk us through ano ba ang nakikita natin for this year. How are you, Sir June? Okay, okay, better. Great, better. better. Great. Yes. Ha- Happy New Year, Sir June, and to your family. Yes. I'm glad they're doing better now, po. Advance, advance. Happy New, Happy Chinese New Year to everyone. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Sige, Sir June. <laughs> alam ko, we missed you, and uh, alam ko, marami na ikinig na yun bankers sa atin right now. Tell us, Sir June, um, what do you think 2022 is gonna be? Is it better than last year? What do you think, Sir June? Well, before we begin, I think uh, bigyan muna natin ng credit yung team ko no sa BPI na, na who did quite well last year. No? So I'm not sure if we did this the same time last year, but um, I re- I recall we were predicting growth to be six percent, inflation to be higher, uh, dollar peso to be also higher, iba interest rates ah yon di kami tama don sa rate hike ng BSP wala nang yare no. And then, um, uh, yun, yun, karamihan ng predictions na yun, either malapit or tama. Wow, so, congratulations. So I think you have to give my team uh, team credits, si Raf Manalili, si Marco Vier, tsaka si Kate uh, Setoy. No? But for this year, um, we're also one of the most optimistic. So last year, if... If our mistake was uh, we predicted 6% growth and it's coming out to be about 5, uh, this year we're looking at about 7 to 7.5% uh, growth for the economy. Uh, slightly weaker peso, uh, weaker but slight lang naman. Uh, inflation will probably slow down a little bit. And uh, interest rates will also continue going up. Uh, although BSP will probably only hike uh, in the second half of this year. All right, thank you very much, Sir June. And again, congratulations, of course, to you and to your team that made BPI stronger than before because of you and uh, the things that you really shared to our clients as well. Now, alam ko, Sir June, ito si Raf, ang iyong teammate. Eh, meron ding tanong sa'yo. Go ahead, Raf. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Uh, you've discussed our uh, forecast no, for uh, the local economy. Uh, maybe we can also discuss the external developments here that could uh, affect us here in the Philippines. So what are the external risks or developments that you foresee uh, that could affect us? Yeah, in, in, pero teka muna, hindi ka pa din i-discuss kung bakit gano'n ang forecast ko, di ba? <laughs> ah, yes, yes, <laughs> Excited si Raph, sir. Hindi, pero tama. Pwede na rin natin isama yun kasi... Uh, it factors in already the external developments, although some of the risks are maybe on the adverse ano lang, adverse scenarios lang. Hindi naman siya dun sa uh, central scenario natin na medyo optimistic. No? Yeah, sige. So, isama ko na rin yung external. Uh, 
there are risks like China is uh, slowing down. No? Maybe Rafa has already mentioned that to you. Last year, di ba, na, napakinggan natin yung Evergrande uh, story and it looks like this uh, rebalancing, restructuring, no? uh, meron kasing sadyang uh, mga reforms na inintroduce ang China uh, para masustain nila yung strong performance nila. Hindi nga sila bumagsak at all in 2020 you know, when everybody else except Vietnam uh, was along with them na uh, growth was still intact even if there's a pandemic. But uh, China is trying to exert effort to make its growth even more sustainable. Kaya pinapasok na yung mga reforms na to. Unfortunately, in the near term, it will have some downside uh, or downtime in impact on, on, on the Chinese economy. So that's a risk. Uh, they're slowing down, but uh, a worse scenario is if they don't just slow down, but even contract. Uh, pero medyo adverse na yon. On the other hand, uh, U.S. Uh, continues to have a strong growth performance and inflation is picking up. Kaya uh, rate hike ang expected sa kanila. I think China cut rates yesterday, no? Tama ba, Raf? Uh, yes, sir. Nag-cut ng interest rates ang China kasi nga nagsuslow down. America is the exact opposite. They're uh, poised to hike rates kasi last year pa mataas ng interest, ang inflation rate. Hindi sila nag-hike. So ngayon nila ahabulin lahat yun. So that the risk there is if uh, the Fed tightens uh, too fast and the market is too surprised that it could spill over to economic uh, performance, kahit Pilipinas mapekwang no. But uh, despite those uh, external elements, we think the economy can grow at a decent pace this year kasi finally naka-reopen na siya. No? Uh, finally, uh, well, hopefully itong Omicron no? is already starting to show signs na nagpipik na infections and the death rates are not even half of what we saw in April last year and August last year no? nung nagkaroon tayo ng two big episodes. Now that we have more than 54, around 50% of the population already or the target population already fully vaccinated, may mga nakabooster na, we should probably hit 70% before the end of the first quarter. Uh, Ibang-iba na yung reopening ng economy this year. It can be a sustained reopening and therefore there will be sectors that will enjoy a more sustainable growth like yung mga restaurants, yung mga arts and entertainment, like yung mga transport no, na dating iniiwasan ng mga tao dahil high contact. Okay, so yun yung sa growth. Uh, do you want me to continue with the other indicators? Go ahead, Sir June, of course. Go ahead. Okay, so inflation naman, uh, mataas last year, four and a half. This year, uh, it will probably slow down a little bit. Uh, kasi yung vegetables element, uh, na, parang nag-fade na, no? nag na kasi year on year, wala nang increase. The pork element is also, uh, tumataas pa rin ang pork prices, pero yung rate of increase na hindi nakatulad ng last year. So maybe this year, we will be slightly below 4%. Uh, why only slightly below 4%? Because there are other forces that will bring up inflation, including utilities no? um, and transportation. Yung uh, fare hike, hindi pa nakakatanggap ng fare hike ang mga public transport kasi since the pandemic, uh, disapprove ng government ang fare hikes kasi wala, namang, wala rin naman demand. No? So, but we will probably see it because you know schools will slowly reopen uh, young people will start moving around 
and uh, more likely than not, the mga jeepneys and buses will slowly be able to ask for higher fares. No? Uh, the other is utilities because of higher cost of energy, uh, electricity and, and water prices uh, uh, will probably continue uh, going up, more so with the peso weakening. No? Remember that uh, many utilities companies are protected by the movements in the exchange rate. Pag tumaas ang dollar peso, pwede silang mag-charge ng mas malaki sa mga clients nila. So interest rates, BSP has opted not to hike rates. Gusto raw ni Governor Jokno, malakas pa rin yung growth. Malakas muna ang growth bago siya mag-implement ng rate hike. Although, hindi naman talaga yun ang mandate ng Central Bank. Ang true mandate ng Central Bank is to uh, ensure that uh, inflationary, inflationary expectations are, are well anchored. And uh, mukhang anchored pa naman pero mukhang hindi na well anchored at this point. Uh, kaya, kaya baka mag-hike sila in the second half of this year. Uh, unfortunately, well, hindi naman unfortunately, but a consequence of their decision not to hike uh, will affect another market, the exchange rate. No? Uh, dollar peso could actually increase at a much faster pace. Baka uh, uh, tumama pa at some point ng 53, hindi naman kailangan mag-settle doon. Um, because the BSP precisely doesn't want to hike, it's resisting from hiking rates. And we all know when the U.S. hikes, uh, when other central banks hike and our central bank doesn't hike, then money will tend to flow to, to other parts of the world. And this will pressure the peso to, to weaken. So yeah, on that, in short, uh, describes our uh, our outlook for this year, which is quite positive, di ba? Mm. Kaya tayo magkakaroon ng weak peso kasi demand is going back. Mm. Kaya tumataas ang interest rates kasi nandiyan na yung approach of our 2019 output by around the third quarter of, of this year. No? Makakabalik na tayo sa 2019 by the third quarter of this year. Exactly. Now, yeah. Thank you very much, um, Sir June. Uh, Raf, thanks for also for leading us to that question. Now, I'm, I'm sure si Prof. Clive, go ahead. Meron kang tanong kay Coach June. Yes, Coach June. Uh, my question really is on the local side. Uh, the elections are just around the corner. And I just want to hear your thoughts. Um, what is our worst-case scenario and best-case scenario that will happen after the elections uh, is completed. Uh, uh, how I mean, I know that the elections can introduce a lot of uncertainties and a lot of risks. Pero what could be the best thing that could happen? Uh, regardless, kung sino man yung manalo, and the worst thing that could happen. I just wanna know ano yung, ano, yung thoughts mo dito. Yeah, well, uh, I probably won't comment on who wins, who loses, and what is the best. Sa ibang episode yun. Well, kung gusto nyo later, pwede. Pero... For now, yun muna ng process. No? If, if it's orderly, uh, which is probably going to be high, it's a high probability na magiging orderly naman siya, uh, kasi hindi naman masyado nakakalabas sa mga tao, the likelihood na manggulo ang mga tao ay, ay medyo hindi naman ganun patas. Although it's, it's possible, no? so for example, if uh, a disqualification case or a um, removal of the, a name in, in the ballot, uh, because yeah. of uh, violation happens and you know people start going out and rallying and you know and saying that this is wrong and it causes uh, uh, some some violent protests no 
Uh, then that, that's a, the downside risk. No? And then, of course, the other extreme is uh, if there are not going to be any elections at all, no? uh, mm -hmm. which is disruptive because you're, you're actually uh, causing problems in the process. Diba? The election process is being disrupted by, uh, by, by uh, some action. No? So mm -hmm. those are probably the extreme scenarios that, that, that uh, we need to watch closely and, and hopefully avoid no? uh, if we are to achieve those uh, optimistic growth uh, forecasts that we, that we just shared with you. No? Um, on the positive side, naman, uh, of course, if, uh, if the process is very orderly and, uh, you know, uh, and it's clear that uh, there was no cheating, no? that it's very clear that the process was respected, um, and the elections uh, actually go through very peacefully, then that's the best case scenario as far as the process of the elections is concerned. Again, I won't comment on who wins and <laughs> who thinks. <why. laughs> I think if the person wins, we'll make it better for our economy and who, who it is that if he wins or she wins, mm. uh, will make us worse. All right. Pero coach, do we see the possibility na uh, somebody will win sa presidential elections na yung economic policies magkakaroon ng uh, sudden disruption tapos parang back to square one tayo? Is that possible? Or are all of the current candidates um, showing some sort of na i-ensure niya na yung ating economic recovery will go on? The economic team na ipapasok niya is going to be actually good for the economy? Well, ang pinaka-scary actually is, sasabihin ko na, sasabihin ko na, pinaka-scary pinaka actually is if Pacquiao wins. Because okay. we don't know what kind of cabinet he'll put in place, di ba? There's so much uncertainty there. And, and you know, talagang medyo tingin ko chaotic yung kakalabasan. If, if he's the one to be given the choice of who to appoint in the DOF, who, who to appoint in, in the different agencies of of government, no? mm -hmm. uh, the other risky is, is uh, outlook is uh, if someone wants to change the whole, the way things are being run completely, you know, uh, meaning yeah. uh, anti-market, no, contra contra yeah. sa market. For example, if you bring back the oil price stabilization fund, no? which is yeah. to yeah. to put a Put up uh, or to fix the price of, of local petroleum products, which was the case uh, in the 80s no, and, and early 90s, no, bago, bago ito tinanggal nila Ramos. No? Um, mm -hmm. Delicado yun kasi we will have probably another round of uh, balance of payments uh, uh, challenges. Probably not as bad as the 80s, but the challenges can be uh, quite significant. So, and then the populist ones. Kasi ito namang problema sa populist uh, policies. Um, you know, many of the candidates tend to talk very populist during the campaign. Pero pagdating naman ng, ng actual ano, practice, hindi naman din. Kasi, yeah. kasi, kasi depende rin kung sino i-appoint nila. So, for example, when the current administration, uh, dati takot-takot tayo na kung ano-ano i-introduce na populist policies. Pero... 
Yeah. Dahil ang inappoint niya si Dominguez, si Carl Chua, yep. si, these guys are very pro-market, and then umokay naman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yun ang delikado kay, I think, kay Senator Pacquiao. Na parang, I'm not sure if he can really appoint uh, people uh, like the ones that we've seen uh, over the past uh, presidencies no? uh, in the cabinet. So yun, ayoko nang dagdagan, Clive, parang meron kang tinutunan. Hindi, no, no, no. No, no, no. Kasi syempre, if you're an, an, an investor, you want to be as informed as possible, consider as many points of view as possible. Ang maganda dito is, we're all thinking, ano, hypothetically, what could possibly happen? Yeah. What are the things that could be bad? Para alam natin, kasi parang syempre, this happens once every six years. So, parang at least we consider all the potential na angles sa pwede mangyari, di ba? Ano pwede mangyari sa markets. Kaya, yan ang kagandahan sa podcast na ito, uh, Coach. Mm. Uh, we can discuss these things na parang this is all really, you know, for, for argument's sake, for to, to consider mm. lang all but, potential angles. Hindi naman tayo makukulong dito, no? No, no, that's no, right. <laughs> Pero actually, tam, tama naman, Sir June. Thank you for sharing your insights because tama, we're all intellectual beings and that's the importance of uh, studying and looking at all angles of... Uh, of the choices we make. So thank you very much, Clive, for that. So June, yeah. maybe if I may ask on a macro level, let's go to the educational system. Right now, all the kids are going online. Some are actually having a difficulty in, in doing it and it has been rolling for the last two years. Now, maybe, right Sir June, right now, maybe we don't know the effect of it. But do you think down the road, um, five years, ten years from now, will this cause a, parang a gap in the uh, in the work environment of the future generation, or what do you think, Sir Jun, regarding that? Well, hindi lang yung past two years and and uh, the possible loss of learning, no. But the in the forthcoming years, kulang parin yung digital infrastructure natin, eh, di ba? Um, so. We will probably continue to see a lot of uh, young people who have no access to, to digital, Mm-mm. not just because they cannot afford it, but because they simply have none in their own provinces or in their own districts or very few choices. Um, young learning from, from the digital space uh, has remained limited and will probably continue to remain limited for a few, a few more years or at the worst, half a decade. So, meron, meron, merong opportunity losses doon, Jesse. Uh, uh, no? But, um, but you know, if, uh, ako, I'm, I'm on, on the more optimistic, uh, uh, I guess, uh, perspective. I, I'll take that perspective more, no? Kasi, that's what some people call, ano eh, yung, pinatawag uh, nilang, uh, scarring, economic scarring, no? Now, because of the pandemic and children could not go to school face to face, merong permanent, di ba? May permanent parang negative impact on you, no? Pero to me, it's also a, ano eh, it's also a, um, a disruption that causes people to be a little bit more innovative. Mm. Now, because, because we know that uh, there were such opportunity losses, uh, there are those who are creative enough and innovative enough to come up with solutions to somewhat compensate, if not make up for, for those uh, scarring effects. No? 
or losses resulting from uh, children not being able to do face-to-face. Na meron silang mga invento, meron silang mga bagong produkto, may mga introduce sila sa market na mga innovations na will actually allow the children to accelerate. Let me give you an example, uh, uh, Jesse. No? Uh, if you join a company like Gcash or uh, 917 Ventures, no? um, you don't have to be a programmer. Mm. Okay? You, and you don't have to be you know, that savvy in, in programming and uh, computer science or computer engineering. They have within the uh, within the company a, a training program no? that will actually that you can join that, and it's about a 12 to 16 week program that you can join regardless of your course in college no? uh, and many of the people who are able to complete it actually uh, become so adept well not even so adept but they learn enough uh, programming skills that they can actually develop their own programs mm. And they eventually become partners of of Globe. Uh, they turn they, they they come up with spin-offs, uh, develop a program, and become a partner of GCash and Globe. No? So in a span of twelve to sixteen weeks, we can teach people to be that skilled no? or to learn a certain skill that that can actually uh, contribute to society very quickly. No? So in yung sinasabi kung mga mga bagong trends sa uh, life that can somehow offset no some of these scarring effects resulting from uh, a year or two of not being able to experience face to face learning. Mm-hmm. Alright. May mga may mga pambawi eh, di ba? And it's out of necessity, di ba? Kasi hindi natin appreciate dati yung yung digital. Ngayon, the digital companies are doing so well and because of Uh, the acceleration of digital, natutunan nila itong mga methods na ito no? to teach uh, young people very quickly and and make them more productive, uh, uh, more quickly, more efficiently uh, because of the pandemic. So net-net, yes, there are losses, but there are also gains no? mm. and opportunities that were made or created by the pandemic, uh, offsetting uh, the scarring effects that are being mentioned. Hindi ako masyadong that school of thought of scaring. Naniniwala talaga ako sa creative destruction. Mm. Alright. Thank you very much, Arjun. A creative destruction. So, uh, a buzzword that we have to look at. And thank you for sharing us that. Raf, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, uh, sir, uh, my next question is uh, related to fiscal policy. Uh, mm-hmm. The government has been aggressive in uh, borrowing funds in the past two years uh, because of the expenditures related to covid Uh, my question, sir, is, uh, is this uh, something that is uh, sustainable? Do you think uh, this will affect our uh, credit rating? Uh, yeah, so, malaki yung, yung, yung tanong mo is uh, yung debt, no? Yung debt siguro, debt, no? Yes, sir. Yes, debt sir. and the deficits, no? Yes, uh, Well, the, one reason why we have such a big increase, or we experience such a big increase in our debt, to GDP ratio, uh, the major element there, aside from spending more for health, aside from borrowing more because there were not enough taxes, is your GDP, yung denominator rough. No? 
uh, we all know that the economy contracted by almost 10% in 2020, which is the biggest, one of the biggest contractions in GDP worldwide. So the masyadong malakas yung impact sa denominator. Uh, and that made our debt ratio increase from 39 to now 60 plus, di ba, Raf? Tama ba? Yes. Uh, yes. My, my understanding is if the economy is able to see a good recovery, a revival of economic activity, especially now that many of us are already fully vaccinated, your denominator will will improve significantly so that the debt ratio natin will not increase as much as it did in the last two years. Siguro masama na yung mabot tayo ng 70. Which to me means maybe we could see an outlook revision at the very worst, one notch downgrade. Down, uh, downgrade. But especially if the winner in the upcoming elections is someone who really knows how to manage finances well, mataas ang score sa, sa commission on audit, <laughs> parang binigay na ako sinong, sinong kandidato yung sinasabi. No? Pag, mataas ang, pag mataas ang score sa COA, sabihin magaling gumamit ng pera, uh, malaki yung chance na may turn around actually yung, yung fiscal picture ng, ng Pilipinas. No? Uh, because growth, if growth will be strong and the, the money is well spent, no? it is not put in a, a formally it is not uh, pocketed by the politician no? and really spent. And I think malino naman kung sino yung kakaunti lang budget, ang daming nagawa, di ba? If that's the kind of leader that we will have, I think there's a very big chance that we will not have a downgrade at all. In fact, we might see a turnaround in our credit ratings. Pero kung ilagay mo dyan yung napakasigurado mo ng may track record na hindi mal ng Nagpabayad ng buwis. Kaya nag-guess ako sa'yo, boss. Clive, Clive sinimula mo kasi Clive eh. <laughs> Worst case scenario na. Worst case scenario, pag hindi man lang nagpabayad ng buwis yung leader mo, na gustong bang hirap abroad, parang delikado yata yung credit ratings natin yan, di ba? I mean, how how will you see, foresee a uh, the credit standing of a sovereign, if you know that the leader comes from a family of what the third biggest thief uh, of all time, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, di ba? Uh, I mean, I'm just being factual. Huh? I'm just, I'm not, of course, I'm the one putting the facts together, but I'm just being factual. <laughs> one of the top uh, crooks of all time coming from that family, not able to pay or file his income tax uh, returns, suddenly tells the world, I want to borrow money. What do you think will the creditors say? What do you think will the CDS spreads look like? Ayan, pag ganyan, Raf, I think pwede. Pwede tayong magkaroon ng ratings, uh, revisions, outlook, negative, and then towards a, a possible downgrade. Pero kung magaling yung fiscal manager mo, yung leader mo, and mag-appoint siya ng mga tamang tao sa cabinet, I think we can turn around our, our debt ratio. Quite. Siguro at the very latest, 20, starting 2024. Kasi 2022-2023, hindi mo agad may turn around yan. Eh. Dahil may momentum pa yung spending mo. Diba? We spent on health, 
a lot on health last year for the vaccines and then some more uh, maybe this year. But by 2023, hopefully, less and less uh, from the public sector. Uh, sarili na siguro tayo, bibili na siguro tayo ng sariling vaccines. No? Lalo na yung pumumura na, no? uh, yung ganun kamahal. Uh, we should be able to, to see a turnaround in the fiscal uh, picture. Alright, well thank you very much Sir June. For for last question, go ahead Prof Clive, take it home brother. <laughs> um, actually this is just related to yung uh, BSP. Uh, we're expecting a rate hike towards the end of this year, uh, Coach. Yes. How about yung lagi nating naririnig na triple R cut? Parang palaging sinasabi ni Governor Jock, no? it's still on the table. Is that still indeed on the table? And uh, wouldn't that have an impact on, for example, the dollar peso or inflation kung ginawa niya yun at this point? Uh, ang, ang pangako niya kasi is before his term ends, it's going to be single digit. Diba? Yung reserve requirement ratio. And I think his term expires in 2023. No? Mm-hmm. Kasi typically a central bank governor is appointed uh, shortly after uh, a new president is uh, elected, di ba? And I think he's just coming off the term of, it's not a unique term, I think it's a, I'm not really sure, ah, but my understanding is it, he's only taking over the term of uh, uh, Nestor Espinilla. It's not mm-hmm. a unique term for him. So if that's the case, then he has a deadline of 2023. And therefore, it's either he cuts it to single digit by 2023 or 2023 itself, or gradually cut it, including this year and next year. Uh, three percentage of points away pa siya from nine, di ba? Tama ba, Raf? Uh, 12 percent kasi siya eh. 12. So if you want to go to single digit, that's three percentage points. So uh, malamang at the very least, one percentage point ibawas this year. No? Kasi kung hindi, maubusan siya ng panahon. No? And you know, you're right, uh, that will require some some balancing act. No? Because uh, it could come together with a tightening cycle. So actually, it's easier to sell that idea that, you know, I'm the reason why I'm hiking the policy rate is I am giving away a reserve requirement cut. So it, effectively, I'm not tightening the system. Pwede niya sabihin na gano'n. So while I may be uh, trying to, well, I'm trying to slow the economy a bit because it might be overheating, through a rate hike, the, the tightening is not as adverse or it's not as uh, impactful because I am offsetting it with the reserve requirement ratio uh, reduction. So as far as exchange rate is concerned, may konting impact siguro on the dollar peso kasi easy yun, di ba? But because marami pa namang GIR and BSP, I think it's not really going to be uh, an unmanageable uh, uh, situation for us in the next 12 to 24 months. No? Kahit mag-cut siya ng reserve requirement. Alright, thank you very much. Clive, thank you very much. Sir June, before we let you go... Ahaba na mga sagot ko eh, no? Ahaba eh. That's what sinulit namin. Sinulit okay namin. Na That's right. Actually, Boss June, before we let you go, do you have any message to our uh, uni bankers who's listening in right now, Sir June? Go ahead, sir. Well, thank you for being supportive of, of our team all this time. 
they are the reason why we work very hard um, to get our forecasts as close as possible to the actual. Uh, we want you to be to have the confidence to share with our clients all the time uh, our views about the economy, diba? Para hindi kayo uh, para happy sila, diba? Happy sila sa mga forecast natin. That's what inspires us to do our job well among others. No? And um, I guess the other thing is you know, somewhat related to our discussion is you know that we really study our candidates for these uh, coming elections, no? And be able to speak. Uh, in behalf of, uh, you know, of um, of people who think rationally. Kumbaga, uh, try to convince people who seem to have difficulty deciding uh, by using uh, very clear and non-fake news arguments no, about uh, about your candidate. It's a responsibility. Uh, this is this is I'm not that's why I'm not naming names, no. But it's it is your responsibility to learn who you think is the best candidate, and and number two, be able to to share, it, especially outside your echo chambers. So that's what I'd like to. Uh, that's the message I should I, I like to put across our our, our colleagues in, in in the bank. Of course, yung bipa yung ating goals this year, ah, yung. <laughs> Digitalization goals. Now we have to really support our uh, different teams in the bank in the, you know, making sure that our clients, the pain points that our clients go through, uh, we are able to uh, successfully address uh, this year and in the coming years no, through the programs that have been put, uh, laid out to us by our, our top management. All right. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you very much, Sir June. Again, um, thank you for squeezing us to your busy schedule. So we're going to be looking forward to more of your uh, uh, market updates. And for our uni bankers, we do invite you, if you want to catch Sir June on a weekly basis, tune in to our uh, um, The Market in 30 Minutes. That's every Tuesday at 9 a.m. So you're going to be able to watch it via Facebook Live and be part of it or through the webinar that's being provided to you in your email addresses. So once again, Sir Jun, maraming salamat. To our Unibanker friends, please stay safe and healthy. Don't forget to answer our huddle question to get your training credit just for this episode. Thank you very much, everyone. Stay safe. Bye-bye.